0: It is the most wonderful time of the year for a year that can't end soon enough. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket. And we all deserve to have a little fun. Well, the best place to get all three is mybookie.com. They're the only sportsbook that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet the NFL, NBA, college football, and more. College basketball, too. Sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuffer, a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at my bookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. It's simple. Sign up. Enter promo code Zabe and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars. Head over to my bookie to make the most of the holidays this year and strut into twenty twenty one with cash in your pocket. This winter, bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Today on the Zabe Cast, the Cleveland Indians tried to appease the PC mob. It failed. Now the question is, who's next? I'd be very nervous. Kansas City and Atlanta baldy breakdown the skin's new fearsome foursome and how it was built plus the story of montez sweat and his combine misdiagnosis all that plus wing guy learns a hard lesson your high test not street legal 30 minutes of me is locked and loaded so buckle up and let's go (laughs) here we go Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. We are hunkering down here in the DMV for a possible major winter snowstorm. I looked at the overall early guesstimate snowfall total map for the entire East Coast and the upper Great Lakes area. Woo boy! This could be a big one, 18 inches or more. In some spots, including perhaps New York City. Wouldn't that be festive? Who wouldn't want a good, big snowstorm one week before Christmas? I know I would. Ooh, ooh, me, me. I used to put on my Christmas list every year, white Christmas, and I never got one as a kid. Not a real proper one in the DMV. Maybe this year we'll get it. We'll see. But anyway, we're... uh, we're ready to go this week. We got a lot to talk about today here on the podcast, and I am all alone today, so it's just me and you. And by the way, how does my voice sound? me ma ma mo, mo la-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-boo, I can make all of the sounds, I can go quietly, I can get up in the higher register without it cracking too much. I know, I'm not there yet. Don't ever do that again. Right, sorry, man. It's been like two months since my voice has sounded good. I wanted to take it out for. Oh, there it is, right there. I wanted to take it out for a bit of a test drive. Excuse me for living. All right, let's start with the Cleveland Indians. What does appeasement do? It only emboldens those who are coming after you in the first place. The Cleveland Indians, two years ago now, I believe, said they are moving away from their offensive Chief Wahoo logo that they had found to be perfectly not offensive for years and years and years. But they said, yeah, you know what, I guess we could see it as offensive. A smiling, cartoonish character of a Native American Never mind the fact that there are smiling, cartoonish caricatures of all kinds of different peoples. I get it that the argument is what they are a marginalized, depressed, if not decimated people. And therefore, you shouldn't use that logo or that name for that matter. So they decided to try to appease the critics. They wanted to stay the Indians. And so they said, well, we'll just we'll go with the big block C on their hat, which is a big fat boo. Boo. If you ask me, boring. Well, now they've gone full retro or not full retro. They've gone full PC and they're going to get rid of the Indian name, but not right away. According to reports, we have not yet heard from the team. That should be, I'm sure in the next couple of days here, but reports are that they're going to go away from Indians, but it may take a year. They may play one last year with the name Indians. Instead of the Cleveland baseball team, which would be a perfect bookend to the Washington football team, which I'm afraid to say I sense just my spidey senses tingling that if they make this, if they complete this run and they make the playoffs, and who knows, maybe they upset somebody in that first round playoff game as a home team, although there's not going to be any fans. If they do, um, my goodness. I think there's a real chance that Dan Snyder says, you know what, this name is good luck. It'd be the dumbest thing ever to go. We're sticking with a name because it was our name during this pandemic year, and we were a team. We came together as a team. So what better than to call ourselves the Washington football team, and we've all had a year to practice saying the football team, and it's sounding a little less dumb. Every time you say it, no, it would still be dumb. Please change it to something. Red Wolves is my choice. Okay. So the Indians are going to change their name, apparently. And I got to believe every Braves fan out there in Atlanta who likes the name and has history with the team and memorabilia and photos and uniforms and jerseys and T-shirts and hats and scarves and coats and do dinkers and kinkers and foo flinkers are not going to want to change the name. But They're coming. They're coming. So you better get ready to hold firm. And then, Kansas City Chief fans, buckle up. You're next. No, but you see, you understand, man. The the Chief was named after a political guy in Kansas City named Chief, okay? And yeah, we, we have an arrowhead, which I guess would be a weapon of the indigenous peoples. But it's always been very respectful, you know? And I'm... Okay, we do the chop, but it's not the same. We have a couple guys dress up. No, no. They're coming. Blackhawk fans, I know the Blackhawks have already said, oh, we're not changing. We're not only not changing, we're not getting rid of our logo either. And you guys can suck a fat one if you don't believe us. Be aware, be advised. They're coming. I don't know what this is going to do for the Indians and their fan base. I guess if they're good, they'll still have fans, but it's not going to help. You're not going to bring anybody new into the fold because they're now the Cleveland Spiders all of a sudden, all over again, which I believe is their name 106 years ago, before they changed. Uh, and Don't say Cleveland rocks either. Oh, I get it. Yeah, Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. I get it. It's stupid. Don't do it. Um, you're not going to bring anybody new in and you're going to scrub some people off. Some older people who are not nearly as woke are like, you know what? My fandom of this team has been slipping over the years because they just haven't been any good for a while now. I mean, they've been, they haven't been terrible, by the way. They've had their moments. Hell, they were in the World Series. They were, what, three outs away from winning it against the Cubs? But... It's going to scrub some people off. It might scrub off 5%, 2%, 7%. I don't know what percent. You're not getting it back with new fans. There's no new fans coming in because of it. Those who are left, they will come to terms with it. They will perhaps begrudgingly accept whatever the new name is. But you're not going to increase your fan base. All because why? Because probably corporations were saying, we're not going to spend money. And that's kind of the age we're living in. We're living in almost a dual government or a dual media corporate tyranny of sorts, where the media decides what is going to be the most important topic of the day, and then they hammer the shit out of it. And then corporations come in with their financial muscle and they say, okay. You want to play ball, you want to make a living, you want to get endorsements, you got to go ahead and play by our rules, which says don't do this, don't do that, got to do this, got to do that. And some would say, but Zabe, I thought you were a capitalist, what's wrong with that? In the abstract, nothing is technically wrong with it, but when enough corporations are all marching in the same direction with their big black boots stepping on your neck, that's a bad thing you got to have some independent spirit. Now, it may have to get so bad that they'll take a new subculture of corporations who will go the other way, who will be extreme and saying, hey, we're not playing by these bullshit rules, and we're going to create our own ecosystem. But to participate in the larger economy, it's hard to go against the current. And when the current is so strong one direction – And when the media can decide, we're just not going to cover that. We're just not going to talk about that. And it's going to effectively disappear. We're going to remove the oxygen from the room. And then, you know, see how well you get traction. Big tech is in on helping to stifle dissenting views or even independent voices. So it's kind of all working in concert right now. What are you going to do? I know. You're like, you're going to complain about it, aren't you, Zabe? Can't you talk about sports? What? Not a sports. Fan. Talking about sports. Not a sports not fan. Not a sports though. fan, huh? Yeah. No. Of course. Anyway, I am talking about sports. It is sports. It's the Cleveland Indians, a beloved franchise for many, iconic, subject of at least one or two major Hollywood movies. So the problem is, you start to you start try to figure out. Well, wait. What is acceptable now? How long before the Indians say, or excuse me, the Cleveland baseball team? How long before they say anyone, any fan wearing an Indians jersey who comes to a game will not be permitted access? Don't laugh. How long before they stop showing highlights of old Indians games because it's racist? Will there be somebody in their digital department to erase or blur out the old logo? And on and on and on. It's you start going down that rabbit hole, you get lost pretty quickly. What will they do? In a way, the Washington football team got a reprieve this year from whether or not they would do the same thing. Will they ban people from wearing their redskin stuff in the stadium? They can do it there under, I'm sure, existing laws about private accommodations and otherwise public spaces and saying, you know, we still own this venue. We can't. You can't wear anything that is deemed offensive. You can't wear a huge T-shirt and big block letters that says – Dan Snyder, or whatever it is you want to wear that be, may, de, may be deemed offensive by community standards, they're the ones that define the standards. So we'll see, because there's been no fans this year due to the pandemic. Good luck, Indians and Indians fans. They say that it's not going to be right away, so it's so horrible and racist, they got to get rid of it, but just, well, it's going to take a while, so just hang in there for one more year. Speaking of my former known as the Washington Redskins, the Washington football team, or the woofed skins, as I'm calling them now, what is a bit intoxicating for many of us is that we are finally being talked about by the big boys in the national media. We are the talk of some of these rundown shows on ESPN and otherwise, because a dominating defensive effort is such that you can't ignore it. This guy is one of the best at doing it, breaking it down. Brian Baldinger of NFL Network. And I love his narrations of his film study. Take a listen to this, talking about this Washington defense. This is
1: a different brand of football being played by this Washington football team. I think they're the best defense in football. They just physically whip you. I mean, it's not one guy. It's not two guys. It's the whole damn team. You watch Cam Curl here on this tight end just toss the tight end. I mean, just trying to get in on the action. Because this team right now, when you watch them play, I mean, watch the house of pain right here. And sweat just makes you sweat. Like, do you just see bodies on the ground. They're just mangling teams right now. This predator, like this guy, man, we hit you. He just pops the ball loose. They're now expecting to get the ball. This is, these, are just, these aren't just these are even the big plays in the game. These are just the plays right here where you go, watch Jonathan Allen right here. He just beats two guys. One, two, bam. Like it's a kung fu movie. One, two, bam. And there's Chase. And next thing you know, that precious bar of goal is just bouncing around on the ground. This it. is a different brand I of football. Oh, right now, there's football. nothing that they can't do. Watch Boston come in here. I mean, just smash the back. Like, <laughs> look at this.
0: <laughs> he does.
1: It's just about an old-fashioned butt-whipping. Man-to-man. Over and over again. Watch Cam Curl here. Just destroy the tight end. Not let him off the line of scrimmage. He knocks both receivers out. Right there. Dwelly's down. Juice is on the ground. And then, you throw the ball to Ayuk, and here comes Deshaun
0: Everett. I mean, he's
1: great. just got him in his periscope here. He's just waiting for the moment, and then he's just going to unleash Loosh. right here. I mean, this is just a body toss. Look at this. They're just <laughs> throwing people around. Fred Warner's like, I got you, coach. I got you, man. You're okay. Like Deshaun Everett coming in here. <laughs> it's just new football. Uh-huh. It's awesome. It's all legal, and they're just throwing bodies around the yard.
0: It is good stuff right there. Uh, On that last play, it was uh, Ronald Darby who clipped Ayuk down by the legs right before DeShazer Everett came in, and Ayuk was already airborne. And because he was in the field of play, Everett got a free shot at him, and kapow, it just launched him in the air. Into one of the coaches on the sideline, he landed about seven feet out of bounds. It was spectacular. But then again, that's the NFL for you. The most spectacular visual product with the most insane alpha predator athletes on the planet just out there having a, an absolute blast, tackling each other, hitting each other, you name it. Unpredictable outcomes. And unpredictable storylines that emerged through the year. That's why the NFL is king. That's why you cannot kill it. Can't be killed. Won't be killed. So this uh, front four for Washington, I had said, I think I'd said earlier on a podcast that we had paid for this in blood as a team because we finished with such bad records. I had mistakenly thought because three of the four guys uh Allen Payne and Sweat had been so good. At least Allen and Payne. I thought Allen and Payne were higher picks than they were. We know Chase Young, second round pick. But John Allen and Daron Payne were actually mid first round picks. John Allen had a bit of a shoulder issue, I believe, coming out of Alabama, and he slipped to seventeen. A lot of people thought and still think that Nick Saban tends to overwork and wear down his players at Alabama and therefore they're not as good in the pros. Uh, John Allen is just a serious-ass student of the game who is also a quiet, hard-working leader that kicks ass on Sundays. He's the least spectacular of the four, but he is easily one of the best players on that team. He was a 17th overall pick in 2017. In 2018, at 13 overall, they take Duron Payne, his former teammate at Alabama, again. And yes, some people, maybe me, said, well, Going back to the Alabama store, right? But Deron Payne kind of slipped a bit or was perceived to be maybe not a high first-round pick. Montez Sweat out of Mississippi State was a very interesting case. The Redskins at the time traded two second-rounders to the Colts to loop back into the first round to take Sweat, and it's because they had already used their first-round pick on Dwayne Haskins And by the way, can you imagine had they not made that mistake? But they looped back to get Montez Sweat. Now, his first year last year, he didn't do a whole lot. Of course, the team was bad. Jay got fired. It was mostly a lost season. But Montez Sweat is absolutely blowing up this year. You know why Montez Sweat had slipped in the draft, even though every scout looked at his measurables, his uh, wingspan, his motor, his athleticism and had him as a high first round pick at defensive end. Misdiagnosis of a heart condition. Headline, NFL.com. Montez Sweat falls after Redskins falls to Redskins after misdiagnosis. Get this. Sweat's draft stock took a hit in March when it was reported that he had a heart condition. At least four teams had reportedly taken the pass rusher off their boards. Entirely. However, in the morning of the draft, NFL Network insider Ian Rapoport reported that Sweat recently met with Texans team doctor, Dr. James Munts. Oh. Did somebody say James Munts? Simpson fans get it. I'm not explaining it. Dr. James Muntz was told he had been missed diagnosed with that heart condition, we'll have the Scouting Combine in, in February. In other words, the Scouting Combine, the thing that is designed, <clears throat> there goes my voice, the thing that is designed, ha ha, ha bragging about my voice sounding good and then I start to crack. The Scouting Combine is designed to give teams better information on players, to make better Decisions with their draft picks. And yet, here they were getting worse information to make bad decisions. Like, hey, let Montez Sweat fall down the board because he was diagnosed with a heart condition. Uh, Incorrect. Tests taken at the Combine revealed that Sweat might have hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Myocarditis! Or some version of it. It results in the thickening of the heart walls as doctors in Indy measured nearly two centimeters of thickness, according to Rappaport. Sweat had since met with several experts who then concluded the doctors of the combine made a mistake. They accidentally included capillary muscle in their testing, and that Sweat's actual measurement was about 1.5 centimeters, which would have been... I think in the range of normal, if not perfectly fine. Wow. The Mississippi State star vaulted to the top half of the first round after a dominant display at the Senior Bowl, followed by an electric 4-4-1 40-yard dash at the Combine. Sweat was considered number 12 on the NFL Draft Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah's board. Instead, he fall, fell all the way down in the first round and then the Redskins traded back with two second-rounders to get back in. The Raiders were apparently expected to take sweat if he had fallen to 27, but he never made it there. Now my man TikTok emailed me. longtime listener out of Wisconsin said, So, are you willing to say that George Allen nailed it on all those picks? Did I say George Allen? Bruce Allen. Are you willing to say Bruce Allen nailed it on all those picks? Ugh. I guess so. I'm sorry. What was that louder in the back? I guess so. I guess you have to give Bruce Allen credit because that's the heart of the team right now over these four years. John Allen, 17th overall. Daron Payne, 13th overall. Montez Sweat with a trade back into the first round, two seconds. And then Chase Young with the second overall pick. And don't forget, uh, Terry McLaurin is a third round pick in 2019. I mean... Start drafting well. Team's going to look pretty good. All right, let's talk some masks and vaccines because I know this is what you people come here for. Actually, a good number of people say, please don't stop. Don't stop bringing sanity and light to the absurdity that's going on all around us. Here's a viral video clip of a man in a grocery store wearing a very ugly green Hawaiian shirt sneakers, shorts, and a mask on, which doesn't appear to be covering his nose so he could be killing grandma but he came upon a woman who was not wearing her mask and I would say hilarity ensued, but it's not hilarious, it's just pathetic and annoying and this dude deserved to have his ass beaten Get away put from your me. fucking mask on I'm sorry, you can walk away from me right now, sir Put your mask on. Get away from me. Put it on.
1: Does it bother anybody else that she doesn't have to wear a mask that we all do?
0: Just go away. Stay
1: six feet away from me, then. No. Get away from me. No. Yeah. Please get away from me right now. No. You don't don't need to come near me. She has it on her damn hand. Get away from
0: me. (laughs) (laughs) Walk away from me, sir. Please get away from me. Actually, it looks like it's a Michael's. That's even worse, sir. You're in a fucking craft store for God's sakes. You're already one click softer than Charmin. <laughs> By the way, I got I go to those stores from time to time. I need dart supplies to make little projects. He's just marching after her as he videota- as she videotapes him. Marching menacingly, and yet he is this gray haired, probably sixty five year old dipshit in a Hawaiian shirt.
1: You don't care? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. She preach she took this away baby. from
0: me then. They cannot infect my baby. Get out of here. I know who you voted for. <laughs> Remember. There are kids you hated in grade school. And there is a the one kid who just begged to be the hall monitor. Ooh, 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 cuz he loved the power of it or she loved the power of it. And they loved wielding their little authority. You know what happens to those kids? They don't grow up. They just get old. There's a difference between growing up and getting old. That's a prime example. Meanwhile, in Disney, they are now admitting that they were photoshopping masks onto park goers when they posted photos of their rides Where, you know, you're going down a big steep drop off in the tunnel of terror or whatever. And they flash a picture and everyone's face is like, ah! Apparently, people were taking their masks off inside the tunnel. Get a little reprieve from having to wear a mask at Disney World. And so there they are, maybe their own family and nobody else in the car. And they're in that tunnel and they're like, okay, if you take the masks off, and then they woo, go down, snap a photo, no masks on. Well, Disney decided, huh, some Karen's, kind of like this asshat, are gonna make a big deal. What can we do? Ah, I know. We'll Photoshop the masks on the parkgoers. They apparently did a pretty good job just not good enough for close enough inspection. By the way, I have no idea how they could that quickly Photoshop masks onto different faces with the right shadows and lighting and everything else in a short enough time to turn those photos around. But apparently they did. But then some people started looking at them like, "Eh, these looked like they're actually kind of fake. And so somebody tattled and Disney got busted. So now Disney is going to stop doing that. And, Double down or triple down on their mask mandated the parks. Somebody emailed me and said, or texted the show this afternoon and said, when they went to Disney, anytime they had their masks down just beneath their nose, that the photos of them taken by the ride operator were instantly deleted. <laughs> this is the stupid that we are currently living. But it's a good stupid because here's why. Nonsense falls apart, I believe, eventually. This amount of nonsense has taken longer than I could have imagined, but it's falling apart. Guys like this guy in the store and this Disney story, it's falling apart. But wait, there's more. I know. You're like, really? You got to hear this story. So the U.S. Women's Open finally finished. In the freezing cold of Monday uh, after play was halted in Houston. The winner, a beautiful young Korean lady. I know, shocker, Korean, pro golf, female tour, LPGA tour, U.S. Women's Open, shocker. They're very good at golf. That's not a stereotype, that's truth. This young woman, A. Lim Kim is her name. A, next word, Lim, L-I-M, and Kim. They set up a Cisco video chat with their with their family back in Korea. It got awkward quickly. It got it got awkward 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 quickly, he said, because apparently Ms. Kim's brother asked why'd you play with a mask on? Hello. Now, the translation was on the screen. It said, why did you play in a mask? Not only are you outdoors, not only, but everyone on the property gets tested. It makes no sense. A-Lim, look at the data. Actually, wait a minute. Oh, damn it. I got busted. Second story, second day in a row, I think I fell for fake news. Damn it. Club Pro Guy posted this. Why didn't I see that? Club Pro Guy. (laughs) God damn it. He's the one that put it up there. (laughs) Club Pro Guy. A-Lim Kim's brother got a little hashtag political after her at U.S. Women's Open victory sound on. Ah, you got me. Okay. All right, never mind. Bill de Blasio in New York City will ride the subway the mayor, to prove that the subway is not dangerous. This, despite loving to flit around New York City and his motorcade and his SUV, wherever he goes. People quickly jumped on social media to go, so you're telling me the subway's safe, but my favorite restaurant's dangerous. Really? You're talking hundreds of people on a subway car Mixing and mingling, who knows who's coming on, who's leaving and going, any kind of, any number of homeless people on these trains. I mean, it's, (laughs) you know what the New York subway is like, right? You're saying that's safe, but restaurants know they're dangerous, right? I was uh, driving into my parents' house on Sunday and my wife said, yeah, apparently, uh, you know, the." The the, the metro in D.C. is hurting bad. uh, I think she said, like, they're about to go under. I'm like, the the subway's never fucking going under. They're going to just keep shoveling money into it. But they are hurting big time because no one's commuting. And people are still afraid. And as we roll on by through Tyson's Corner area, if you live in the area, you know where that is. There was two brand new metro trains parked. Parked on the tracks in full view, in the middle of the route, which goes out to beyond Dulles Airport now, an extension of that subway line that I think a lot of us in the area never wanted. It cost way too much fucking money, and it's now going to become a huge white elephant as commuting habits change in the next 20 years as accelerated by the pandemic. But, yeah, they got to convince people now, oh, you can get on the metro, Sure. It's getting hard. Like once these politicians and some in the media, and even some that supposedly have scientific backgrounds, scared the shit out of people for seven months. They're finding it's hard to unscare people now. In fact, a woman who is with the CDC co-signed a doctor who's with the CDC co-signed a letter with twenty different medical professionals and doctors in Decatur, Georgia, begging the. K-12 through 12 schools, including the high schools, to open. Oh, really? Interesting. You're now begging for them to be open, but people are still afraid. On the vaccine front, Roger Goodell says the NFL is not planning on any NFL personnel being vaccinated prior to Super Bowl 55. He said league personnel does not fall into any of the categories of those who have been prioritized for vaccines. Yeah. Way to go, Goodell. You're quite the mensch. Can I volunteer to be in the back of the line? And then once, I'll be in the very, very back. In fact, I'll give butts to anybody who wants in in front of me. But I'll be in the back of the line. And then, if anyone wants to cut, you can still cut. Back in May, Trump apparently tweeted about having a vaccine by the end of the year and a number of outlets mostly liberal and or msnbc labeled it a miracle he would need a miracle well guess what apparently it's happened so somebody said so is msnbc going to now put a headline out trump performs miracle i doubt it bill nye the science guy as he is known he does have a bit of a science background, although it's not much of one. I would say he's about as much of a scientist as the guy who blows up animal, animal balloons at your kid's birthday party is a sculptor. Um, or, or Batman might be more of a scientist than Bill Nye. I don't know. Here's what Bill Nye had to say about vaccines back in
1: May. You can't address a virus that can cross state borders at the speed of the wind without having a national or indeed international program and third time for all the promises science offers no large-scale solutions are expected quickly especially when it comes to a vaccine at best it might be months just as likely it's two years everybody Mm -hmm. two years before a vaccine with all the technology we have now yeah i think two years to get something that people trust
0: until then the research the waiting and the robot war on yeah. Sure. yeah, they trust. That's the big thing right there. Alex Berenson, who's the best at reporting on uncomfortable COVID truths that some people just don't want to hear and don't want out there, printed this or put this out from the CDC itself on the vaccine safety, the Pfizer vaccine. They said about 9% of vaccine recipients versus 2% of placebo recipients reported grade three or higher reactions, negative reactions, to the vaccine. The CDC estimates the vaccine would prevent nine cases of COVID per 1,000 people and in the process would cause approximately 68 more severe reactions. Severe, but not necessarily fatal. That doesn't sound like A lot of juice for all that squeezing. But hey, if you want to take it, take it. A lot of us are saying, we're going to lay back just a bit. Uh, Berenson also reported that Pfizer's partner in the vaccine fell 15% on the stock market on Monday. And theirs fell 5%. Uh, Investors and analysts might have taken a look at the side effect data and said, meh. I don't know, press release on this vaccine may be better than the actual thing when it's all said and done and rolled out there. There's a lot riding on this not going sideways and this not blowing up. So I hope it goes well, I hope the vaccine works, and I hope that everybody who wants to get it, gets it. And I certainly hope we can go back to having some common fucking sense in this country. Tootsweet. sweep. We'll end on this. Did you see the dude on the wing at McCarran International Airport? Unbelievable footage of a guy who would somehow climbed up under the wing of a 737 Alaska Airlines and was then trying to climb all the way to the tip of the wing. I did a little research on those stupid wing tips, which didn't exist when I was a kid flying, but then someone figured out, hey, these will help with the performance of the airplane. So they started bending the tips of the wings up. Hell, we knew that as kids, right, in making paper airplanes. There was not a good paper, airline, paper airplane worth its shit without the wingtips bent upwards. And so you've been seeing that more and more on these modern commercial airplanes aircraft designs, and there's things called sharklets and air fences and uh, swept tips and uh, gradual tips, and uh, I was reading the whole story, a total nerd. We'll get a pilot on here one of these days. We'll talk airline shit. So the guy's trying to climb up the bent up part of the wing and wouldn't come down. The uh, air marshals come out. They get up on the wing itself to go get him down. Next thing you know, he's like, (laughs) falls flat on his head onto the tarmac. Oof. That's going to leave a mark. Idiot. Trunk, mental patient, bath salts. Pick one. Or maybe two, to pick two out of 3. Are bath salts still a thing is what I want to know. I'd like to hear about that. <laughs> that was quite the story in the news 10 years ago, maybe more, in Florida. You take bath salts, you turn into a relentless fucking zombie. You will you will literally eat somebody's face off if you come across them on the street. Kind of scary. Bath salts. Someone joked, well, anything to avoid going home to tell your wife about how much money you lost in Vegas. Yeah, but that's a temporary solution. Then you're going to have to go home and tell your wife, I got arrested. I'm in deep legal shit. I might go to jail. I can't fly for who knows how many years. And I lost 10 grand. <laughs> I got to solve your problems. Well, we'll see about that guy. All right. I want to remind people, you want to fly somewhere safely? Come fly with us to Mexico this coming winter. We are 60 days away from right now. Still time to get in on Sunburn Bowl 2. Me and the guys from ninety-seven-three, The Game, Josh and Gitter, along with John Kuhn, two-time Super Bowl winning champion from the Packers and the Saints will join us in Mexico for a week of fun that you will say to yourself, my God, I love these group vacations. It's like being on spring break all over again. Me and my wife or me and my girlfriend had a great time or just me alone. You can come as a single, come as a couple, don't matter. Leave the kids at home and join us in Mexico. We're going to Riviera Maya, incredible resort called the Valentin Imperial. They're working at like 60% capacity due to COVID restrictions, but you're not going to have to wear a mask on the beach or by the pool. Unless that asshole you heard earlier walks on by and then we'll deal with him later. And they're sanitizing the rooms is going to be great. We got a price on it. That's unbelievable packages starting at just 1799 per person. That includes charter airfare with the group from Milwaukee's general Mitchell international airport, direct flight to Mexico one bus, resort, boom, we're hanging out for the week. Socially distanced, in the sun. You're going to need this to get your 2021 off on the right foot. Go to thegamemke.com. If you don't even live in the area, still investigate if you want to go because they're going to work with you on airfare to figure out a way to get you down with a group. So, or, or just email me if you're still confused or if you go to the website or you what's the link again, we'd love to have you. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. Tomorrow we're back with the guests, and then we'll have Jay on Thursday and another football Friday coming up where we pick winners and make you money. Thanks for listening and supporting the Zabecast. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. At SheFit, we're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a
1: bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.
0: It is the most wonderful time of the year for a year that can't end soon enough. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket. And we all deserve to have a little fun. Well, the best place to get all three is mybookie.com. They're the only sportsbook that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet the NFL, NBA, college football, and more. College basketball, too. Sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuffer, a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at my bookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. It's simple. Sign up. Enter promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Head over to MyBookie to make the most of the holidays this year and strut into 2021 with cash in your pocket. This winter, bet with the best, bet with MyBookie.